What's up guys, it's Nico. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Idle Talk. Um, today we're gonna be talking about stuff while I do other stuff. Before we start, I want you to take a minute to do kind of a personal check-in. How are you feeling? What have you been up to? Just kind of take a minute to ground yourself. How's work? School? What's your latest music that you're listening to? How do you feel right now? Here's mine. I feel not here. Everything right now in the world just kind of feels uh, real, but unreal. I've been playing video games and trying to explore my creative side a lot. I've considered streaming. Uh, I've been trying to work on our Etsy, which is called Gothic Honey Co. if you want to look at it. I've been writing, um, I've been doing a lot. I've been super anxious about how things are happening in the world right now, but I'm trying to just go with the flow. I've been eating a lot of alone time lately, but it's really hard to get when you live with multiple people. I just kind of need a while to ground myself, I guess. I don't really feel like I can be my whole self when other people are around. I'm not working right now, but hopefully something will happen soon. There's just been, you know, a lot going on. Um, Hopefully sometime soon I'm going to apply to Texas Southern University. I've decided to go ahead and take that step. I've been afraid to do it for a while now, but I think I need to jump into something soon to make myself feel better. Did you know that Megan the Stallion went there? I was looking at their stuff on Google and I was looking at their alumni. Megan the Stallion went there. So you know of course I gotta go. Right now my music has been kind of back and forth. Uh, I've been going back to R&B and rap like I was listening to before. Uh, I really like how the beats just kind of like hit my chest when they're super heavy and loud and sing along to it just like feels like I'm like alive you know it feels like I'm taking off or letting off steam just I don't think I can ever listen to any song there's I don't think there's any song that's as real and refreshing and true as R&B and rap have y'all heard Industry Baby by Lil Nas X? Need to get on it. That's what I'm talking about. The way like the trumpets and the beats are just so like hard and coming right. I I love it. Other than that, uh, I have a playlist full of music from Friday Night Funkin'. If you haven't played that, I highly suggest doing so, or at least watching videos, cause. To me personally, I like it. There's something about like the simple beats, the way the music sounds without lyrics. They, they're really good at conveying uh, emotions and feelings. And they just, I don't know what it is. They're just so simple. It sounds really good. It's really good for productivity. My favorite right now is probably uh, Garcello, The Smoke Amount Struggle, particularly Release. That one is my absolute favorite. 
Now that we're done with that, let's talk about other things. Have you noticed that it's like super hard to be yourself recently? It's like the fear of not being compatible with someone you like or someone you want to be close to kind of make you feel like or kind of make you fake your personality or hold back traits about yourself that make us different or distant from that person. I think sometimes we do this as a survival technique. Like if you went, if you grew up in, a, in an abusive household, whether it was emotional, verbal, or physical, we hide parts of ourselves that seem smaller and out of sight of the abuser or of the bully. I think this can mess with a person's future relationships as they get older. They might find someone they finally feel comfortable around, and for years they may think how happy they are, and they're finally able to be themselves, but then they realize that they're actually still holding back a lot of things about themselves. They think, or you think that you're being 100% yourself, and then you kind of realize, oh, actually I'm not doing that at all. This doesn't isn't just personality traits though. This can be things like hobbies or likes and dislikes or personal opinions. Even if it's like the simplest things, like you like to play video games, you like to draw, something completely normal, but you feel weird or uncomfortable if someone else knows about it or sees it because I think it opens you up to criticism and I think some of us are afraid of that but also it's not just criticism it's the fear of getting bullied for liking or doing that particular thing even if it's normal because and this is just an, uh, this is just an uh, assumption it's most likely that somebody bullied you or harassed you over some simple thing that you like and now we're afraid to show anybody about it. Another thing that I think is also proof that you're like this is that you're someone who wants a lot of personal alone time just because you want to be doing your favorite thing. This is common for other people. This is just a thing that is going on with me right now. I've been struggling for or with it for like a while now. I still have trouble doing things I like around anyone in my household. Right now I'm quite literally shaking because there's more people than usual here. Because my roommate. And it's just nerve wracking, I guess. It's not just that though, when my roommates, they tend to be someone who likes to do funny teases when they find out about something you like. You know, it's supposed to be a joke, it's supposed to be a funny thing amongst friends, but it's uncomfortable. I'll struggle to 
do things I like around other people, particularly if I'm in a safe space, but sometimes it's just in general. You know, everybody knows I like to draw, write, play video games. I don't like to do those things around anyone. I'll play video games that, you know, other people like, other people know about, but not anything else. If it's something that I personally dislike, I'm too afraid to play it around anyone because I'm afraid I'll get picked on or they'll be overly critical of it or they'll have some thoughts that I won't know about like that I'm stupid or it's stupid or whatever my boyfriend knows that I record and then I've thought about streaming but I I can't do it when he's around I can't do it if he's in the house usually I'll wait if he's asleep or if he's gone with his family for the night. So I'm kind of taking a big step in doing it now, but you know, I'm paranoid. I will look at the door every five seconds to see if anybody's trying to come in or anything. I don't know what it is. I can't have some, I cannot bring myself to let somebody listen to my personal thoughts. It's. I have this want to be outspoken and for everybody to know what I'm thinking, but I'm also scared. Sometimes it'll take me weeks to even come to my boyfriend and tell him that something's bothering me. Like I said, for a while I've thought about being like a streamer. I love video games, I love people who stream. And I think it'd be fun, personally. But... The thought of pe people watching me... Like, people I know watching me... Or seeing negative comments is what makes me anxious. You know, same thing with... I, f I want our Etsy to be huge and... Everybody love it. Or I, want to, I would love to be like a... a commission artist. But... I just feel like I don't have any privacy to do it, and then I'm too scared. <laughs> and it's raining. Very nice atmosphere. I want people to know what I'm thinking and how I feel all the time, but I cannot get myself to do it. It's really hard too, especially when it's something super important. I actually really like this song. The song that I'm listening to right now is called I Miss You by Mountain Marcy. I'm listening to a soft lo-fi beats playlist on Spotify. Helps me talk, I guess. Yeah, it feels like I can, I could probably talk and yabber on about stuff around like total strangers, but that I'm afraid that I'm not actually being myself around those strangers and that I'm just being someone else, you know? Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. I think 
gets the feeling of being judged. I didn't really have a whole lot of privacy growing up in my house. Of course, I could lock a door, but sure enough, five minutes later, my mom would be there for something. I felt like I couldn't do anything in private. It's not really necessarily her fault, but at the same time, she could be kind of nosy. Definitely couldn't do anything around my stepdad. He, even though I knew he was just kidding, it still hurts to be ridiculed or bullied for just the simplest things. I'd come out with a actually bought for like a birthday or something uh the hat that erica frog from solar wears and he i'm not gonna repeat it because what he said was kind of messed up but it was supposed to be like a silly little joke but like it really hurt my feelings and i hid everything from them just the smallest stuff for no reason. My mom doesn't even know what type of music I like or anything. Not even my favorite food, probably. It kind of sucks. I'm trying to make an effort now to do better but you know once that trust has been broken it's really hard to rebuild I play overwatch pretty often and uh, when I first started playing this just anxiety about being depended on was so high A lot of people in the gaming community are actually pretty toxic. Even if you're brand new to the game and you're trying your hardest, it's never good enough. Even when you're matched up with other players based on skill, if you're not good, they're mean. I won't say that always happens. A lot of times they can be pretty, pretty chill. No one says anything, but it's that feeling of knowing that you're not doing good. I was actually playing a game, and uh, I was playing as Baptiste, who's a support character. I kept dying because uh, a Sombra, who's a damage on the other team, uh, knew exactly what to do. <laughs> they were targeting me every single time I respawned, so I couldn't heal my team. And one person, I can't remember who they were playing, but they kept getting so upset about it, telling me that I fucking sucked and I wasn't doing anything. I was actually uh, playing with my sister at the time so she sent in the chat that I was trying but Sombra kept killing me and at that point it's kind of their fault for not killing Sombra, you know? My job is to heal you. I've got a gun but my main job is to heal you. If you can't take care of this person that's targeting me, then I can't help. 
anyways i'm not trying to get into all that because i know someone who watched or who plays overwatch is probably gonna tell me that it's my fault or whatever <sighs> i really admire and envy those whose personality is so easy to see from what I can see at least, they can be themselves really easily. I try to force myself to open up even when I don't want to. Sometimes I physically can't. Other times I see an opportunity and I say something that gets the conversation going so I can't back out. And then I have to be me or talk about my feelings. I try to let my personality out here and there or just try to just kind of like vibe with the conversation or with the person instead of trying to make people laugh or please people or entertain people I just try to like be there and just respond with like most of the time what comes to mind this works for me sometimes uh but it's a lot harder than it sounds and it doesn't have to happen very often. I think the little steps matter though. While my nails dry in this beautiful black color, have you ever met someone or come in contact with somebody who is just like a ball of negativity? Like you can't tell them anything because no matter what, they'll have some type of comeback or they'll shoot down your idea or whatever. This seems to happen like a lot more today, or at least on the internet. We've talked about it with verbally or emotionally abusive parents, but like those randos on the internet was the problem, you know? A lot of times people say that it's just an old person or an older person who doesn't like change or has a set way of thinking or that they're just blunt for their generation, quote unquote. A lot of time though, it's actually not those people. Lots of people of various ages project their negativity or worries on others. This is basically a reminder to be kind and open-minded. Every situation is different, of course. But challenge yourself to keep an open mind when presented with new ideas, or new things, or new people. When someone tells you they want to start a business, or a new hobby, or anything, try to make the first words out of your mouth supportive. This person has to really trust you if they can't tell you this. Unless the idea is going to harm this person or someone else, support them. Even if the idea is silly, at least pretend to be interested, you know? give them a little push in the right direction if they ask for help or if they want your input. Shutting someone down when they present an idea to you is hurtful and it'll just discourage them not only from what they're doing but from coming to you with anything. Some people think this toughens them up but we have to remember that not everybody is the same. A second ago when we talked about me not ever talking to my parents about anything it's because stuff like that. Their responses were always very static or 
unimpressed or a joke to kind of pick on me. I'm not sure if this was supposed to tough me up because I was called a sensitive kid growing up, but it didn't do that. It instead made me hide everything that I like to do from my boyfriend. And it sucks because he's told me that he loves when I open up to him, but I know that I don't do it often and it makes me so sad because he deserves somebody that'll talk to him about everything, but I only talk to him about surface level stuff. I'm working on it, you know, but... Another common thing that I see is people shutting down radical ideas. A lot of times these ideas aren't actually that radical. They just require a lot of work. Having to persuade the other side and taking the steps to put it in motion is what puts a lot of people out of their comfort zone. Especially when you either aren't affected or you benefit from this thing that is causing harm to someone else. Some people would rather just deal with the issues than put the effort to change them. That or they don't affect them as much as it does for someone else. They'll tell people that it's not that bad. Just essentially attempting to gaslight to keep everything the same. A lot of people have adapted a that's just how it is ideals. I think we forget that it doesn't have to be like this. We have the power to change things. While you may not want to actively participate, it's okay to offer support or encouragement to those fighting without taking the opposing team's side just to keep the peace. Or say nothing and just go about your day. Many things have come to light about our world and things will never go back to how they were before. This is not to say that you cannot disagree with what someone says or wants, but if you're here to just tell people, that sounds cool, but it's probably not going to work, so what's the point? Consider keeping quiet. You're only aiding the other side, and it's just generally unhelpful. Saying that this won't work just gives the other side ammo to push the narrative that, yes, you're right, it won't work. We're all entitled to our own opinions, but remember to think about the impact of your words. Being critical is normal and good. However, remember that not everything will cater to you. We're all different, we're all complex, and we're all human beings. Nails aren't entirely dry, but we're gonna start with the no chip coating. I think a lot of us don't consider doing certain hobbies. It's like we just like never considered it. Like growing up, sure I wanted to play the piano at some point in my life, but just really never thought about doing it. It's also could be the fear of maybe I'm not going to be good about it 
Maybe if I invested it, I'm not invest in it. I'm not gonna enjoy it. This is a gentle push to try something new. Those of us that never played an instrument but love music, try making music. Does someone you know have an instrument they don't play, or do you have the funds to buy a cheap instrument just for practice? Do it. Try it out. Look up some lessons on YouTube. Look for apps that allow you to create simple beats like GarageBand. A lot of songs have been made on there, actually. Using stuff like GarageBand or beat makers doesn't make you any less of a musical artist, despite what people think. Some of us just can't play, and that's okay. Do you like to doodle, or do you like art, but you think you're no good? Buy a sketchbook, or just buy some copy paper. Just kind of doodle. And then you can work your way up to other drawings, whether it's more realistic or cartoony. There's a lot of good art reference pages on Instagram. Following other artists is a good idea too. That way you can find out how to develop your own personal art style. Same thing with gaming. I think a lot of us are afraid to try out gaming because of the toxic community and this everybody's been playing for a long time and you might feel like you'll never get to their level. It's not true though. I only got Overwatch earlier this year. Sure I'm only level 17 but I've gotten good. My sister is a much higher level so Whenever we play together, we get paired up with a lot of other higher levels. At first, that was absolutely terrible, but we had a lot of good, good rounds the other day. That's mainly because I decided that I want to get better, so I practiced. You don't have to go out and buy yourself a new setup or anything, but this makes perfect. You can go buy an old console, old game, or look for some free games for your console or your computer, especially if you have a laptop or a PC. Even playing mobile games is in the right direction. Try getting different games or playing different game genres. Everybody will be good at Battle Royale games. Not everybody will be good at games like Animal Crossing. And everybody will like those games. Ever thought about recording or streaming? Do it. It's actually really easy. You can use just your phone for starting out. Then later on you can upgrade, get a mic, use a PC get some software recording system. If you're listening on Anchor, this part is not the ad, but Anchor is actually quite easy to use. 
and even lets you put in music. As for Twitch, sure you may not have a bunch of subs when you first start, but I think the main thing is not to do it strictly for the audience and the money. Do it because you like it. Then you can focus on getting people's attention. I'll say that talking and doing this is actually very therapeutic. Even if nobody listens. But I have the option to inspire some random person, so it's fine by me. An important thing to remember is don't give up if you fail the first time. Be patient. Take breaks when you're upset or overwhelmed. And always come back later. I honestly almost gave up playing Overwatch after the first time I played with my sister. And we just got our asses handed to us. But I came back a few days later. And I told myself I was going to do it. It was going to get better, so I practiced. The next time we played together, kicked ass. For the first six or seven rounds, and then after that, we were bad. But, you know, we had a good winning streak. And we had a good time. And honestly, if you don't, if you find out that you don't like it, that's okay. You got to experience it. You got to see what it was like. If you put money into it, you can always sell your instrument or your console, or you can donate your items to a thrift store or someone who was once trying to do what you were trying to do. Remember that you're not wasting your time trying new things. Developing yourself and your hobbies takes time. Right now I'm trying to learn guitar. My boyfriend has an acoustic and electric, simply because his dad randomly gifted to gifted it to him. He actually doesn't even play, but that is another story. I didn't know a thing about guitar, but I looked up lessons on YouTube. I'm practicing. I got overwhelmed trying to do it all at once for a few days, so I took a break. I'll occasionally get the acoustic guitar and just strum what I do know for a minute or so every once in a while and I'll put it back down until I'm ready. I'm practicing to perfect my art as well. I'm learning about making props and painting and drawing. Sometimes I know what I'm drawing isn't going to turn out good or proper, but I just let myself sketch it anyway, and just keep it, because it's so fun, and one day I can look back and say that I improved. For podcasting, I write podcast episodes that take time to revise them later, 
but I make sure to take breaks and remind myself that it'll still be there tomorrow. It's okay to go slowly. The hobbies that you pick up, you might lose interest in them. That's okay. They won't disappear forever. You'll never be an instant pro. Everything takes time. Don't burn yourself out. Another thing to remember is that not everything needs to be monetized. Since the pandemic, a lot of people have been pushed, have pushed the idea that our hobbies need to make us money. A lot of employers have tried to ask what you did during the pandemic to better yourself or to support yourself. It's not true. The things you like don't need to make you money. Do things that you want for you and for your happiness. You do not have to capitalize off of it unless you want to. It actually didn't rain, just thundered a few times. That's what it's like living in Houston. But my nails are drying, so it's time to go. Don't forget to check out some other episodes I did. They're kinda not my best, so you don't actually have to. If you wanna support me, you can support me on Anchor. Or you can check out my Ko-Fi, which is Nico Nico Ni, and you can buy me a coffee. But you don't have to. Either way, I wanna thank you for listening.